Hey everybody, welcome to another podcast, uh, Dynamis Podcast. Um, I'm here today with Travis Kazel. Um, he's a defensive coordinator and strength coach over at Peoria Heights, um, and also does a little programming on the side as well. Um, so Travis, good to have you here. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, um, so tell us a little bit about what you do now um, over at the school and uh, kind of what goes on there. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I've been coaching at Peoria Heights now. This is my first uh, fourth season there Um, we'll be going into our fifth and I started out just kind of helping out with the weight room uh, positions here and there wherever I could and then kind of jumped in head first as a strength coach about two years ago and then uh, this past season um, got the opportunity to take over as defensive coordinator Um, and that's just been rolling with that and then I just switched schools to teach I'm an English teacher so teach over at Peoria Heights now. Uh, this is my first year over there, and so I started the uh, Iron Patriot Barbell Club over there as well. So we have a lifting club that's school-wide, and um, we had about 30 kids, 30, 40 kids sign up, and about 20, 30 kids show up regularly. Uh, right now, a lot of them are all in sports because IHSA kind of screwed up that schedule, but yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's been a wild ride to get here, you know, coming from uh, an English degree into the sports world. So, um yeah sweet yeah so you said a lot of the uh the people that do that that strength um program Mm -hmm. they're they're mostly athletes that do that so yeah i mean uh most of them are uh we get a lot of i mean the the whole football program will lift with us um but we also get uh we have some volleyball and girls basketball players that lift with us we have some cheerleaders that lift with us we have some uh baseball players and some kids that just don't even do any sports that just want to get in the weight room. Um, it's been a really cool way to for us as the football program to kind of recruit as well because we get kids that are wishy-washy about joining a sport, get them in the weight room around the guys, and you know they fall in love with the group and that camaraderie and end up joining the football team. So we actually got you know a few extra members this season out of that. Sweet, yeah. No, I feel like that's definitely a good way to you know get some get some athletes in or you know gain some traction on with new people absolutely because you know once you get the that teammate and teamwork and stuff like that because a lot of people they are by themselves you know and they you know lift in their home or whatever mm-hmm. but when you get them in a group of people i think that really uh you know gives them a good opportunity to you know feel like they belong which makes them end right. up joining the football team and a lot of kids like a lot of kids are unsure about joining into the weight room mentality in any way just because you know, it's that, that bro culture, things like that. But um, the coaching staff that we have, the group that we have, it's very diverse in terms of personality, in terms of ability, in terms of interest. So we get a lot of the kind of, you know, off the wall, uh, you know, we get a pretty wide range of, of athletes and non-athletes in there. So it's it's really cool to get them all programmed in, in the way that's beneficial for them you know, in, a, in an intelligent way and kind of educating them about lifting so that they're not just relying on uh, what they find on the internet, which always isn't always the best right, nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Do other uh, other schools have like a weightlifting program like that? Do you know? I'm not sure. I know, um, I'm not fully sure. I know the house over here uh, does some stuff with uh, student, a- uh, student athletes. I don't know if they do anything as a school. Um, I would like to, cause I, am a power lifter myself. Um, and then I'm uh, USAW Olympic lifting certified. So I would like to eventually start an actual Olympic lifting team out here. I know it's not something that is pretty prominent in central Illinois. 
Um, but if you kind of go to surrounding states like, you know, Ohio, Iowa, a lot of those areas have, you know, strength sports or at least some kids that compete in powerlifting or Olympic weightlifting in high school. So yeah. I think it'd be really cool to kind of expand as this program grows, expand into that. Right. So. Yeah. That'd be really cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because a lot of people love, you know, the lifting aspect, don't necessarily want to get involved in a team sport. So if you can kind of give them that opportunity, mm-hmm. you know, and there's a lot of, you know, a lot of young kids in, in the Peoria County area. So Yeah, and our be... school only has, you know, just over 200 kids. So having 30 to 40 kids coming out, right? Yeah, know, if they're not playing, if some yeah. aren't playing sports, I mean, they're already wanting to be there. So why not give them, you know, something to celebrate every time, you know, every 12 weeks, let's hit something, you know, let's hit a max or let's go, you know, out and, you know, compete or something like that just to keep them rolling in and keep that camaraderie going. So gotcha. Yeah. Um, so was your experience in your powerlifting, did they kind of reach out to you to get you to be the, be the coach for, so it's, it's kind of, kind of interesting how I ended up coaching. So I didn't end up playing any college ball. Um, I actually didn't really have a varsity career in high school. Um, when I played, uh, high school football. I went to Hananiga High School, big school, great football program, great sports dynasty in general. Uh, one of the one of the premier schools for wrestling at the time as well. And I did football and wrestling um, freshman through senior year. And um, you know varsity, I ended up having a few a bunch of injuries, and you know I didn't really take care of my body. We had uh, doing two sports and lifting. I was primarily in the weight room year round and I didn't really understand or even really know where to look to learn, you know, the recovery process from things. And so I kind of pushed my body a little too hard. Um, I was lifting in season hard in the mornings and things like that. And so my body kind of just fell apart on me. And, uh, but anyway, so I ended up going just to Bradley and studied, you know, engineering for a little bit and then switched into teaching. And, um, during that time, when I'd come home in the summers, I'd help my dad coach. He coached um, eighth grade mm. football. So kind of help him coach and um, always gravitated towards defense, that type of stuff. And I played defense when, when I was in high school football. And um, then kind of fell in with a, a new head coach that was joining the Peoria Heights program, um, Adel Hawks. Great guy. Um, I started teaching at the same school as him, and he was like, hey, I need some, you know, somebody to help out. We need, to, we got room on the team. They want to come help. So yeah, jumped in. And I'm the type of person that if I'm jumping in, I'm going full in and whatever it is. So um, I really became a student of the game and a student of just learning everything I can about sports, strength, everything like that. And um, my lifting experience combined with my need to know literally everything about <laughs> anything that I'm jumping into uh, has kind of led me here and uh, I'm lucky to have the mentors that I've had um, with uh, Nick Steinbach who coached over at uh, Peoria Notre Dame and now coaches at uh, Monmouth College and he coaches an indoor football league too I can't remember what the name of the team that he coaches mm-hmm. with but um, he was the defensive coordinator before I was and I had you know I definitely wouldn't be in the situation I am without having him as a a mentor to kind of guide me in the terminology, you know, help me to figure out what my style is, what my coaching style is, and what my, you know, that coach voice that everybody, you know, you, you're not really born with that. It kind of takes some time to develop that. So, um, yeah, I'm just lucky to end up where I am because it was kind of a weird way right, to get there. situation to get there. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. And back to what you said, I mean, with uh, in high school, you know, like with, you know, I feel like a lot of athletes now, they'll do you know three sports a year or whatever mm-hmm. and be training on top and yeah like a lot of them will um 
he'll get injured. Like the the first podcast we had, mm-hmm. um, you know, he was saying he tore his, you know, tore some stuff in yeah. his knee. Just, you know, and he's one to, you know, plays three sports and, um, you know, ends up getting injured. And uh, you know, I feel like uh, that's definitely a need in that high school area. Is you know how they mm-hmm. how they should recover too. Um, yeah, I mean, everybody pushes two, three sports, you know, be a multi-sport athlete, colleges want to look at that, and it's absolutely true. I mean, if you are a high school athlete, definitely, definitely, definitely play two sports. I mean, you do football and wrestling is a huge combo, you know, right now. Right. Uh, you know, track, anything, you know, anything to help put, elevate your game and get your body moving in a different way in the off season from your primary sport is going to help you in your primary sport. Mm-hmm. So I definitely recommend it. But at the same time, um, there's not always coaches that understand the recovery process mm. and how you need to treat your body if you're doing those multiple sorts, if you're taxing your body like that. And so if you don't have, you know, knowledgeable people in charge helping you and guiding you into, you know, knowing how to recover, um, you, you run that risk. And, and, you know, nowadays it's a little easier to figure that stuff out because you can just Google it. But again, you know, with the information knowledge, you don't really know what to look for. There's right. so yeah, much so stuff much out, out there, there. and everyone's yeah. going to tell you something different. So, <laughs> you know, having a solid base, solid grounding, and understanding what does my body need, when does it need it, and how to treat it so that, you know, because longevity is a game. If you want to play at the higher levels, you want to play, you know, in the pros, your body is, is your asset. You have to treat it in a way that's going to ensure longevity, and that starts at the high school level, and people mm-hmm. just think they need to abuse it <laughs> right yeah i mean they're just i mean high schoolers just have so much like once i felt like once i had college my energy level just plummeted yeah, yeah like high school is just like cause, i mean they're just going they go from school all day to sports mm-hmm. and then they've got their homework and stuff, so they just go 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 you know i feel like it's hard for them to kind of take some time relax oh, yeah. do some recovery work and i mean recovery works it's terrible it's boring you know? it's, it's boring it's but yeah. it's super necessary um and i feel like that's one of the things that kind of gets overlooked 100 mm-hmm. um, so yeah no that's uh definitely something to consider for for a lot of athletes especially yeah. you know you know football players take a take a beating all the time um yeah so, yeah no that's definitely a you know a good key part of it mm-hmm. um so you play what was the other sport you played you said you played uh, football and wrestled mm-hmm. okay gotcha Gotcha. Have you ever coached wrestling, or is that, is that in your mind at all, Coach? Or I guess um, you're doing train, or uh, you know, powerlifting training in a sense. Yeah. So I'd probably want to. I live a pretty a busy lifestyle, but yeah. <laughs> um, I I do want to get in there. You know, um, being my first year teaching over there, um, I'm gonna be getting in there and kind of just wrestling with the kids in between lifting days because right now wrestling's going at the same time as our off season lifting. Gotcha. Um, so our um, head coach of the football team. Um, Kind of Parker is also the uh, he's also one of the wrestling coaches, so he can't really be in there in the weight room, you know, um, to help out. So I'm kind of the only coach being in there right now, and um, so I, I, you know, I'm gonna try to get in there, you know, one two days a week just to mess around with the kids. But I, as far as coaching right now, I think my focus and and my goal is to build the program to be the best Patriots football team that you know this area has seen in a long time. So. You know that's my goal that's what i gotta stick with and keep developing so yeah no i can definitely tell that from you just trying to get some of your guys to push that actually get that extra effort in yeah you know that's another thing um you know even with their their busy schedule it is good to get you know because everybody's doing their you know a couple hours after with the school sports but you know 
um, you know, makes a makes a big difference is when you put in some extra effort, you know, going to training afterwards and you mm-hmm. know doing your recovery. Um, you know, it makes a it makes a big difference for sure. Um, do you do um, so for your training? Do you program for any high school athletes, or what? What do you do for your yeah? So for for our athletes, I do all the programming, um, and then I also do. You know, I have certain athletes that have different demands because they're doing different sports, so I'll program things differently for them. Um, right now, it's pretty easy because the only kids that are in the weight room are the ones not doing a second sport because of the way IHSA did it. It was like, mm-hmm. all sports here, all sports here. Yeah. So, so, you know, right now, it's it's only kids that aren't doing uh, a second sport that are in the weight room, so I have the luxury of most of them are, you know, I can push them a little bit. They're in, you know, I can get them going, get their bodies moving, get that hypertrophy going. Uh, really try to build up their their knowledge base, and and it's a younger crew too. So, um, eighth graders, freshmen, sophomores. So, it gives me a really nice opportunity to build that foundation before the rest of the guys get in there. Now, when you know the other athletes get in, I've got co- some athletes that are coming off of a season, and this year is going to be particularly interesting because there's going to be maybe a one week turnaround between right. last sport and new sport. So. Um, I really got to take that into account when I program and it's like, okay, what do these kids need at this point? You know, what sport are they coming off of? What are they going to be fatigued on? What might they need to rehab? And, you know, I try to look at being a, a, a small school is a little nicer too, because I can look at every athlete when you've only got, you know, 30, 40 kids, right. it's easier to sit down and be like, okay, you know, these 10 have these areas that need, we need to work on. And, you know, you don't always have time as a as a coach or a programmer uh, to hit every single kid individually. We'd love to, but right. you, you don't always have that opportunity with time constraints and just you know some kids just need more education. Some kids just don't don't know how to use their bodies. It's not that they're not strong in these areas; they just don't know how to use their body in that area yet. So programming is always kind of finicky with high school athletes, with middle school athletes, but. Um, I think I've got a good base now with these kids that I can dial it in and really cater it to their needs. Um, so, you know, the core things are going to be the same for a lot of those kids, be just because we're developing uh, sports specific mm-hmm. um, as we get close to the season. But um, there are subtle differences within each kid that we need to address and make sure that we have down pat before the season starts. Right. So. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, that's good. Like, uh, you know, still be able to group them up, but still kind of individualize it because mm-hmm. i feel like a lot of programs that are out there now just do one big group thing yeah and then they and you know they call it good but i mean you know it works for some people but i mean especially when you're in a right. school program you know it's great to you know pick on the individual athlete and i'm yeah. sure they they really appreciate the you know the effort put into each each person absolutely um, I don't so. need my wide receiver doing sled drills. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> right, like yeah. there, there's different body mechanics for each position in football. So it's like, right. you know, you can lump them by position even, and that's going to give you more benefit and more bang for your buck than just doing one big group thing, even if right. you're not familiar with the kids. Yeah, so. yeah, for sure. Um, are most of the people that come to the strength, are most of them two-sport athletes? Um, most of Peoria Heights is two sport um, which is nice it's it's a cool thing to see Um, most of them are either football and baseball or basketball and baseball Um, so I have a gift of getting to see some kids that naturally develop as athletes through their sport Mm. Um, so it's very rare that I get a truly green athlete in the weight room Um, now the luxury is is that since I made the school-wide weightlifting program I do have some kids that are true green that just want to come out you know, they're not as dedicated, but they just want to get in the weight room and get their bodies moving. So, 
you know, that gives me an opportunity to kind of look at and develop my skills as like a bare bones, true green person <laughs> programming versus I'm programming this athlete who, you know, know, had these coaches throughout the years and knows what to expect and things like that. So, yeah, because I mean, it's fun. It's always fun. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure it helps with people being, you know, two smart athletes and I get to see people a little bit more. Yeah. Um, you know, at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, so when as a coach, um, you know, what do you kind of look for um, in your athletes? Like what do you like, especially in the weight room? Like, because I know there's some people, like you said, that, you know, are just kind of in there to, mm-hmm. you know, get a quick workout. Um, but what's one big thing that you love to see um, in an athlete that, uh, you know, really gets after in the weight room? Is there any specific, you know, trait or anything, um, you know, that makes them stand out at all? Right. Yeah. Um, for me, it's it's that, that innate curiosity. Like, I don't necessarily need the best athlete in the room, but I want the athlete that wants to know why they're doing something. Like, I don't necessarily... Not that I don't appreciate the old school mentality of this is what we're doing. This is, you know, you don't need to know why we're doing it. We're just doing it in, because it's right and you just got to do it and like go 100%. Like the less the athlete thinks, the harder they'll work mentality, that old school mentality. It, it worked for many, many years. But the kids these days have infinite access to technology and things like that. And it's not that kids are, you know, disrespectful or things like that. But you have to know that they can just call you on your bullshit you know when whenever they want so um you know you really have to make sure that you're on your a-game as a coach and I really appreciate my athletes that push me to be that um so I don't want I don't necessarily need the athlete to go in and be like I know what I'm doing I'm doing this I want an athlete that's gonna be like all right why are we doing this why do you think this is gonna help me like you know asking those questions it it can be annoying but it's gonna really push the program itself better um, because it forces me to be on my A game and I can't get complacent as a coach. Um, so I, I really look for that innate curiosity and that translates really well to the football field too. Like, um, our head coach will always tell me that I coach the divas. I'm the, I'm the diva coach. Like <laughs> I, I can handle the kids that have the attitude problems because, you know, they, they're intelligent. They're, they're almost too smart for their own good. They want to understand every facet of the game and they're going to question you at every turn but at the end of the day once they understand that they're going to give you 150 percent and they're going to go balls to the wall and so it you know and they're going to be your your best leaders those kids that are curious those kids that want to know that have to know that become almost like coach players those are going to be your leaders so even though they might be annoying at first as a coach like you've got to develop those kids and teach them how to lead because ultimately they are going to be the people that the players listen to. And if they are grumpy and they are toxic, you are going to have a toxic team and there's nothing you can do about it. Right. So you really have to foster that. So, uh, you know, I don't, I don't shy away from that. I, I want that in my, in my weight room. Um, at the same time, you always have to have that hype guy. Um, <laughs> every weight room needs a hype guy. I don't care if they are the smallest kid in the weight room. If they are in there and they are busting their butt and they are hyping everybody else up, and they're dragging people into their intensity, like forcing other lifters to match them. Like they're not just off in their own little world. They're, you know, hey, let's do planks together. Like let's do this. Like that's that's another kid that you absolutely have to have on a team in a weight room, you know. And if you can't, you've got to be able to foster that as a coach. Yeah. And and be that for them. Right. So. Yeah. So basically, it seems like the trait from both of those you talked about is leadership. You know, a leader yeah. that's gonna get everybody hyped you know, wants to understand things because then, 
you know, once your athlete understands, they can teach it to other athletes. It's not 100%. just everyone coming to you. Yeah. Someone else, one of the athletes can explain, you know, a lot of times it can be a little easier coming from, you know, yeah. up here as opposed to a coach because, you, you know, a lot of high schoolers, you know, they'll think they, they know it all. But, you know, when you do have those ones that really want to be curious, you know, and they can, mm-hmm. you know, translate that, you know, it really can, you know, set that athlete up for a lot of success. I think that's definitely one of the, a big key to, especially for getting them to the next level, yeah. you know, because coaches want to see those leaders that can build the team up as opposed to, you know, goofing off all the time and not really caring about what's mm-hmm. going on, you know, so I think... When coach players, like, players that become coach-like are such a blessing to have, um, and just making sure that they're doing it the right way, uh, they're going to be more thankful, and I always say, like, you know, the best thing I can do is coach myself out of being needed, or, or coach them out of needing me, <laughs> right. you know, as a as a coach, so... You know, the more and more coach players that I can get on my team, the better, you know, right. ultimately. So, yeah, yeah, that's for sure. And especially like, you know, because you as a coach, you're not going to have these players forever. So if you can teach them these lessons now for them, then mm-hmm. I mean, sports, you know, almost everything you do can translate into something else in life. You know, that hard work that, mm-hmm. you know, being curious if they get in the workforce, you know, they, yeah. you know, they are curious about their job and can move up because their bosses see, you know, they're willing to put in that extra effort and learn. So I think that, you know, that translates really well, you know, not even on the field, all aspects. Yeah, and, and even translating to the field, the terminology might change as they move up levels, but the concepts don't really. Right. And so if you understand the why behind the, everything, the terminology shouldn't matter. I mean, you can be like, all right, this coach calls it this, but I know what it is. Like, that's going to help you so much getting to that next level. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, have you had many athletes... Um, get to the college level or I mean I know it's a pretty small school um but have, have they any of them moved on yeah so I mean with this being my first year as DC so I was just a uh linebacker positions coach uh last year with strength coach and then before that um I was just kind of helping out as needed um so I particularly haven't been on the recruiting side yet this is my first year kind of being on that side and seeing mm-hmm. you know where I, where kids are going that that type of stuff that being said um we do have a couple kids that you know have gone on and played um and are playing at the next level um you know d3 stuff like that Mm. uh we do have a really good group right now um that's graduating that i think i think there's a lot of potential for players there i just don't know necessarily if there's the want you know uh, that's always a thing too you know some kids just don't want to play at the next level and got to respect that and as much as we want to, you know, drag them kicking and screaming onto the football field, if yeah. they're not, if their heart's not in it to play at that next level, then, you know, it's not worth it to drag them up there and get all that student loan debt just to right, yeah. not play. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, you know, my goal is always to uh, push kids to try and be their best at whatever they want to do. And if that's playing at the second level, I'm going to do all I can to get them set up for success. So I think, you know, give us three, four years to get us more on the map. As a, as a school, as a program, I think you're going to see a lot more turnaround at that upper level, kids going and playing at the secondary level, because we also uh, just snapped a 27-game losing streak. Um, nice. So this is the first win that our program has had yeah. in 36 years, and we only got to play two games this season because of COVID and COVID right. shutdowns. Yeah. So, um, hey, 500 season. Yeah, there <laughs> but, you go. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, getting that win with this group that we had um, just kind of, you know, cements the the turnaround and the and the change and you know this is our head coach's first year 
being a head coach is my first year being a defensive coordinator. We're a young staff. We're hungry. We're ready to go. Mm-hmm. And um, our our players are really, you know, gravitating towards that and really buying into that and jumping head first. And they want to do all they can to ensure the longevity of this program and the success that right. we're going to have. So, I, you know, give us three, four years and yeah, we'll have this conversation again and we'll, yeah. we'll be bragging about it. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, <laughs> have you felt that, um, you know, with people coming out to strength training and stuff like that as that's kind of you know boosted morale and kind of helped you know as far as you know helping them push and, and do a little bit better performance wise yeah absolutely like uh so today we had weight training today and i had um one kid who's a first year football player last year um didn't get a lot of uh playing time necessarily just because he's very green in the game but has a lot of natural strength natural size so i think he's going to be able to develop himself into quite the athlete um but he came in super green um, but now he's kind of leading the weight room, you know, as we move into this off season. Um, and I had another kid today that, um, you know, earlier in the, in the season, he had been kind of wishy-washy with effort, wishy-washy with things like that. He came in today, all business, head down, ready to go. And then we have this core group of eighth graders that kind of been hanging out, hanging around the football team, hanging out. They've been coming to summer weightlifting. They came last summer to summer weightlifting nice. and like they're, they're just, they're going to be the future of this program. These little eighth graders that are coming in and busting their butt, and they're not afraid to, you know, challenge the seniors to lifting, you know. And, you know, so it's been a long time since Peoria Heights has had some offensive linemen that are true offensive linemen. And yeah. these, we've got three uh, eighth graders that are going to be freshmen this next season that are big size kids and, and have been pushing in that weight room. So, you know, we've, we're going to have a force to be reckoned with here in the coming years nice. with, with this group coming up. So. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, the, the morale has been great. Um, we built a weight room hype track. Um, so everything, you know, the kids kind of had a say in some music. Coaches had a say in some music. Um, you know, you got to have a good hype track. Um, and then kind of just setting that standard. I'm always going to be the loudest one in the room. I'm always going to be the most energetic one in the room and they've better match my level. Um, because again, if, if I don't have a hype player, I'm going to be the hype guy and, right. and elevate them. So, um, it, it's a lot of fun. Every day is just a blast. Yeah. No, I feel like just giving them an extra area to kind of improve themselves and become leaders. I feel like that, that helps a lot mm-hmm. too. Just with like having that weight program, you're, you're out and you're dealing with your same, you know, core group of football guys mm-hmm. in the same area, but you know, there gives them an extra opportunity to. I mean, lifting is always oh, yeah. high, so it, it's it's a lot of fun always getting in the weight room and, and getting after it, um, so yeah, I feel like it just gives an extra opportunity for them to, you know, grow together as a team, um, and build a little camaraderie and stuff like that, right. I feel like that's, that's pretty key to, to any team. Yeah, and on top of it, like, half of our coaching staff power lifts competitively, and so, you know, we we walk the walk, we're not just the coach in the corner that's sitting in the chair with his clipboard saying, do this lift, you know, we're jumping in there, we're lifting with them. We're, you know, pushing them to, you know, we've got the chalk out, we've got the ammonia, we're throwing things like, it's just, it's hype all the time and it's smart programming and it's, you know, how do you do the lifts? Why do you do these lifts? What are you learning and focusing on all of that? And that just kind of that all encompassing experience for them rather than just I'm going to weightlifting it's I'm hanging out with everyone in the weight room and experiencing this event that happens every three or three days a week you know yeah (laughs) so yeah yeah like that atmosphere I'm sure is is awesome especially when the coaches get into it like Mm -hmm. we always 
for example, like our basketball coach, we always wanted to get him to dunk, dunk, yeah. just because, like, just, you know, getting the coaches involved, like, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it really kind of brings out a different side with the athletes and kind of gets them, you know, a little more excited, you know, when, right. when people are involved and just, they're not just someone who's telling them what to do and not like a drill instructor, you know, mm-hmm. there's someone that's involved with the team, you know, I mean, it says a lot for you guys as coaches too, just being, you know, leaders in that aspect, not just, you know, telling them what to do, but right. getting involved. I feel like that makes a big difference um, yeah. for athletes, for sure. Um, so, yeah, that would be, cool. be, be fun to see where you guys end up in a, in a couple of years. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, any, uh, you know, any advice for, you know, current athletes um, about, you know, weightlifting? Because you are a, um, basically a powerlifting coach. Uh, any, any sort of advice for athletes to get into? Um, you know, as far as, as far as weightlifting, um, and you know, some, some good options yeah. for them. Uh, best, best advice I can give is get rid of squishy shoes. I mean, <laughs> that's <laughs> best advice I can have is that every year I have kids that come in and I say, Hey, kick those shoes off. Cause, uh, you know, get rid of the squishy shoes if you're getting into weightlifting, cause you're, you're going to either be lifting barefoot or you're going to be lifting in vans or, you know, something, with, yeah, something, something that's flat. Form, yeah. Uh, but no, I mean, don't be scared as if, if you're coming in as a new athlete or if you're coming in as a kid that just wants to get involved in weightlifting or get involved in a sport for the first time, just say yes and, and, and try it out. Like you're, there's going to be things that you love and hate about anything you do in life. Um, and I can promise that if you get into a good weightlifting program or if you just learn the, the basics, you will have just an absolute blast building, building yourself, you know, sculpting the body that you want to see every day when you wake up, um, moving the way that you want to move, you know, not having aches and pains. If you're a kid that has aches and pains, I mean, it's, you know, that's, you know, just do it. (laughs) I mean, it's, it's, it's cheesy, but yeah, just go in there, just do it. Don't be afraid. You know, don't let anxieties or fears get in the way. Um, but then also at the same time, take care of your body. Like that is one thing that I think every high schooler overlooks um, even the ones that do say they take care of their bodies don't always, um, you know, walk the walk. You know, we, we encourage, you know, hydrate, 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 you know, carry around the water jug, be that douchebag that's walking around school with a water <laughs> jug. Um, but, but you're doing it for a reason because you've got to take care of your body because it's the only one you got. And if you want to play at the next level, you have to maintain that and treat it like an asset because it is your, it's your ticket to college for a lot of people. You know, a lot of people, a lot of athletes that we have say, you know, if I don't get a scholarship offer for sports, I can't go to college because I can't afford it mm-hmm. or they don't have the grades to. Um, so number one, be best, in, be good in the classroom so you can get those academic scholarships on top of it. But, you know, if you, if you're going in with that mentality that the sport is your ticket out, then you have to treat your body like it is your number one asset to get you where you need to go. Mm-hmm. So, uh, get yourself a mentor that can teach you how to recover properly and, do it <laughs> yeah so awesome yeah no some great advice to end on um so yeah thanks again for for coming yeah. out it was thanks for having you yeah. yeah all right see everybody